0: Hey Journeys with Jazz listeners, it's your host, Jazz Pearl, and you know what day it is. It is Wednesday, which means a new episode of Journeys with Jazz is here. Thank you guys so much for listening so far, as this is a big moment for me because this is episode number 10. That means we made it to the double digits, and I am so in awe because I've been so happy about this journey so far through podcasting, and I hope you guys are loving it. As much as me, and if you are enjoying your time listening, please subscribe to my podcast. I am on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple, and if you could also leave a review and rate the podcast, I would appreciate all the feedback as well. And let's get into episode number 10. We have special guest Allison. Her Instagram handle is at Allison underscore Lopez, and Lopez is L-O-P-E-S just to let you guys know she shares her story from moving across country and chasing careers and marriage life so this episode is definitely one to listen to because it is so inspiring to hear somebody who is so free-spirited and willing to take the risk and is willing to grow in uncomfortable situations so this is a podcast for you if you're looking for that little push Happy listening and enjoy, you
1: guys. Hi, Allison. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I am good. I am good. I am trying not to die in what is Texas heat, but other than that, I am surviving.
0: How about you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm good, too. I mean, it's hot over here in Wisconsin, but it's definitely not as brutal as Texas is
1: (laughs) dude dude I I literally got back in town so I was out of town for a week for work and I got back in town yesterday so when I woke up this morning I was like okay what what am I gonna wear like I've been all over the country what what is it in Texas right now and I checked the weather and it was like a hundred plus for an entire week so oh my gosh (laughs) I can't (laughs) right so I'll just be chilling in some AC for the foreseeable future definitely (laughs) as you should right like I can't I'm missing Chicago summers so bad right now
0: I know (laughs) Chi-Town summers was like where it was at
1: oh for sure (laughs) for sure like the winters were worth it for the summers of Chicago
0: I can see that yeah it's it's definitely nice having four seasons because I had just came back from Vegas like a month ago so I understand dry heat and it's just, I don't know. I just appreciated the four seasons in the Midwest more oh, now.
1: <laughs> dude, I know. So Texas has like at least North Texas. So Dallas has that Vegas dry heat. It is miserable, like absolutely miserable. So when I saw you're in Vegas, I was like, Jazz, please get a pool day in <laughs> because there's no way. Literally, but
0: I survived somehow.
1: <laughs> there you go. I usually Usually the pool days are what helps through.
0: <laughs> yes, definitely. So for the listeners who are listening, would you like to introduce
1: yourself to them and, you know, give a little insight on who you are? Yeah, yeah. So hi guys, I'm excited to be on here. Thank you, Jazz, for having me. Um, my name's Allison. I met jazz in Chicago. Uh, Oh my gosh, like what jazz like three years ago? Is that? right? Yeah, I think 2019. Oh my god, time goes by so fast. So I met jazz in Chicago because I saw she dances we connected through our mutual friend Magda. So shout out to Magda. And shout out to you. Right? I I saw she shared something on one of her stories. And I was like, dude, Magda, you you need to tell me you have friends that dance like, I, I clearly need to be connected. So um, shot you a message and you and I hit it off, which is awesome. And I've been, tuck- I took your classes. We took all kinds of fun hip hop classes. It was awesome. Um, but anyway, so I, I guess about me, um, I'm from Florida. I have traveled a bit all over the country. I got scooped up by a fortune 500 company right out of college. I did engineering uh, and then they decided to just ship me all over the country. So I have been in <laughs> quite a few places. Moving is like a second nature to me, but we just bought a house. So I'm. Congrats. Thanks. That's yeah. big time. Dude. I know. I, I, I literally, we signed the paperwork and I was like, since when am I qualified for a mortgage? Like, what is this? <laughs> right. <laughs> but hopefully that means the end of the moving. So, um. But yeah, so I went from Florida, I lived in Florida for 23 years, majored in engineering in school, I I did the victory lap times two, because, you know, I switched my majors many a times. Uh, But two victory laps later, I scooped up a job in engineering and was shipped out to Texas. And I did what they call like a leadership development program. So they sent me out to Houston and i was there for 2 years and then after like a year and a half they pretty much tell you hey by the way you can't stay in this job anymore you have to find a new job
0: <laughs> so it's be like, so adaptable
1: uh, dude it was crazy you ha- you have to have flexibility and you know my my then boyfriend now husband he moved from portland maine to houston to be with me so he and i lived together Aww. for the first time in houston which is really cool. But also like, Oh, my God, this guy already moved across the country for me once. What the heck? That's so crazy. <laughs> this sounds like a movie. <laughs> Dude, it, it, uh, Jazz, it was the craziest thing. It's it's ridiculous. So, of course, I'm like scrambling and I'm interviewing across the country. I interviewed in Austin, Texas and LA and Raleigh, North Carolina and Miami and Chicago and You know, all a Boston, you know, all over, and ended up with a couple of job offers. But we had to weigh out like what would work for the two of us, which was the first time I ever really had to think about weighing somebody else in on my professional decisions. Right? Oh (laughs) yeah. Which was like super weird because you know I was so used to just getting up and going. I had nothing tying me down. Like let's let's just go. So uh, he's a chef, so I was like, okay, where do you want to go? Where's a good food scene? So we talked about, okay, where is the best food scene where he could get really good opportunity, but also we could have a relatively moderate cost of living or by moderate, I mean, maintain a certain lifestyle that <laughs> yeah. we, we want to, like, we can afford rent and to go out to eat every so often, right? Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> So we ended up settling on Chicago and we were there for four years and it was the most fun four years I could have ever imagined. So, and that's where we connected. We did. We Mm -hmm. sure did. 2019. Yep. 2019 (laughs) in Chicago. It was so fun. Like Chicago, I, I would not trade it for the world. I would not trade the high rent prices ever. Oh like, no, not I, the high I Honestly, rent. They, they weren't fun, but I will pay them any day for the amenities of that city. Like it was so, so much funny. fun. It, <laughs> it was so fun. Like I'm a foodie. Obviously I married a chef. I like to eat, right? So, right. Um <laughs> Well, yeah, we ended up getting married while we lived in Chicago. So that was cool. Congrats on that. Yeah, thanks. Such thanks. big events. I know. Dude, Jazz, like we got married in 2018. We just did our four year oh, anniversary. I'm wow. like, holy crap. Like I'm, I'm an old married lady. I have a house. Okay, you're not and, old. Uh, dude, like, I'm <laughs> like, okay, I've been married for four years. I have a house. Like what is going on? <laughs> Time moves. Yeah. I know. I know. Like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Uh, but anyway, so after Chicago, so Michael, my husband, is a chef that I mentioned. So, yes. of course, he got laid off whenever COVID hit. So, right. we yeah. had a really, really rough 2020. It yeah. was really rough. It was really scary. Um, we were trying to figure out, you know, how we're going to pay bills. What are we going to do, you know? And of course, with him getting laid off, it's not like I got a raise or anything, you know, I, right. had, to, I had to take unpaid leave for my job a couple, for a couple of weeks too. So we based everything on a dual income and all of a sudden we don't have dual income. So it's like, okay, what are, what are we going to do? How are we going to cope? And so we mutually mm-hmm. decided that, okay, well, we've been here for four years. Why don't we pursue opportunities in other places where our money can go further? So we wanted to find somewhere where we could easily live on one income so
0: okay yeah Jeez.
1: so that was really tough leaving the city i will tell you like i i always wanted to be a city girl i grew up in a teeny tiny little town where everybody was cookie cutter the same and mm-hmm. I grew up going to like shows in New York City and my dream was to be a Rockette but I'm five foot five and <sighs> I'm too short <laughs> was it really your dream yes that was my dream Aww. like my dream was to be a Rockette but I'm too short <laughs> but you know I always wanted to be a city girl so Chicago like gave me that like city girl life and yeah it, it was it was really a like heartbreaking decision to like leave the city that we grew so much in like we learned right. a lot about ourselves we got married when we lived there it was just like a lot of big changes we did like our whole mid-20s in Chicago so and you it's changed big... some you changed so much from 24 to 28 oh yeah so, oh definitely so we're like oh man okay so I guess we're gonna have to you know be adults and move on and right you know and like you s-
0: And like you said, like that was a big chunk of your time, like in your 20s, like growing together, like Mm -hmm. that's such a
1: transitional time. Right. Because I think it was the first time that Michael and I, instead of, you know, growing as individuals, we grew together, you know. So it was it was just real interesting because the person who I came to Chicago as was a totally different person than I left the city as. Oh, wow. That's so weird to think about. Yeah. Like, I know. I I look back. I'm like, even my fashion choices were very questionable. (laughs) Like 2017, Allison, what were you doing? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We all had those stages. I know. I know. Like the full eyeliner and like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, Allison, thank God you moved to a city. You learned how to like at least a little bit about fashion.
0: (laughs) You do. I was going to say that like your fashion sense is like,
1: Pretty stylish, actually. Oh, thank you. Chicago is my inspiration. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that.
0: Okay, cute. I, I
1: follow a lot of uh, bloggers and influencers in Chicago, and I'm like, okay, so how okay, can wait, I send
0: them my way? Yes, I want to look.
1: <laughs> yes, I I will shoot them over. Yeah, because I started a food blog in Chicago, so I was a food blogger in yes. Chicago. So wanna shout out your Instagram handle? Oh, for that one? it's it's snacks. In the city. <laughs> so cute. N letter N the City underscore. Give me a follow. I will follow back. I <laughs> shout out all kinds of different restaurants. I started it like right as the pandemic hit to really shout out um local businesses and places that were doing like to-goes and you know, a lot of restaurants yeah, that hit really I love that. hard. So yeah, any anything I could do, because Instagram is a free platform, more Correct. or less. So I was like, okay, this is, this is easy. This is a free platform. I also wanted to pursue a marketing job. So I knew I was an engineer and I was like, I kind of want to delve into marketing because, you know, I pursued engineering. I'll be honest for the paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) At least you're being honest with yourself. (laughs) I'm being very honest. Like those classes were tough. That's why I had to do two victory laps, man. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so I was like, it's, you know, it's clear to me after a couple years of, you know, I just pursued this because I thought because I was good at math, that's what I needed to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like, okay, I want to do marketing. I want a marketing job. That's where I want my next move to be. So that was another reason for the food blog is I want to learn how to do marketing on a free platform with no pressure. And then I could use those skills to talk to in like an interview situation. Wow. You,
0: your like mindset or like your thought process is very like advanced because like you said, like with the whole engineering thing, like that's, I'm sure you were going to stick with for a while, but for your mind to just like shift like that, to be like, wait, I want to do marketing. Yeah. And like you were confident enough to like do it like the way that you are. Cause you know how it says, it's not what you say. It's like how you say it. Like you sound so like passionate and like very like eager to like I'm gonna
1: do marketing yeah and it was it was just so interesting to me because I I just felt like engineering like just because I could do it doesn't mean I want to do it right
2: right you know Mm -hmm. and I was like
1: what can I do that's like my industry adjacent that like I can use my skills that I already have but apply things I'm passionate about because, you know, I grew up dancing and I have friends who pursue careers in dance and I, I'm not going to lie. I'm always so jealous of them because they've been able to Aww. pursue careers and what they love. Right. Mm-mm. And me, I was like, I had so many injuries growing up and I was like, one injury is going to take me out. I can't do this. I need stability. Like right. so I just cut to the chase and went straight to like engineering. Cause I, you know, when I went off to college, I had, a few scholarship offers to be on dance teams and things like that. And I forwent them to go to engineering school. So it was, it was a tough decision. Uh, But, you know, I always am envious of those people who have careers and they make money doing what they love. And after a few Mm -hmm. years of just doing something I could do, it kind of started to weigh on me. So Oh, I uh, bet. Yep. So I was like, okay, all right. What can I do that uses the skills? Like I said, that I already have. But it's something I really love and am passionate about. And how can I channel, you know, those people like Jazz, those people who I was in classes with when I was in high school, like people (laughs) like my husband, Michael, who loves to cook and that's his career. Like, how can I channel that and segue my job into something I love? And that's why when I decided to job hunt in 2020, I pursued a marketing job and happened to land one in Dallas, Texas, and we moved down to Texas. Wow. That story was,
0: it took me all over the place. I was like, you were here and then you were there. And I think that's so cool and like admirable that like you really made a really tough decision at such a young age because what you're when like that pivotal time, when you're talking about, you had dance scholarships, but like you made this, I mean, now looking back, it's like you did make a really wise decision and you went with, I guess, I guess, like you said, a more stable thing, because with the whole injury thing, I mean, that's something that is going to take you out. Yeah, like, I'm glad you weren't like, stuck because a lot of people are just stubborn, or hard headed. And they're like, Oh, I can, you know, whatever, get past it, and it'll be fine, which sometimes it can be yes. Yeah. But it's like, in the long run, it's like, your body is, you know, your temple. And it's like, it can only take so much that so I guess what I'm trying to say is I think it's really admirable that you decided to make that decision at a pretty young age, even though I know you were like sad about it, it sounds like.
1: Oh, I was so sad. <laughs> 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 so sad. But, you know, I, I found ways to still dance for fun, you know, yes. and, and that's, that's most important. Yep. Yeah, like I, I was able to go back and choreograph for the dance team at the high school I graduated from for two years, which was so much fun. That's like like, a legacy right there. It was it was like a full circle moment. I know. I I really loved it. You know, that was really cool. And then in college I found a, you know, a dance club. It wasn't like the team for the school, but I found a club because, you know, I was in engineering school. I didn't have a ton of time, although I definitely put a lot more time in the dance club than I did studying thermodynamics. (laughs) But (laughs) again, being honest. (laughs) Again, that's why I had those two victory laps and people joked and called me Van Wilder. Like, you know, I obviously there are regrets, you know, to not have, you know, studied and gone to the library whenever I was busy choreographing pieces and things like that. Like, obviously I, I made some poor judgment, but, you know, I had a lot of fun dancing. I got a choreograph for a big dance team. It was really cool. I did like so many pieces. I think I remember one semester, I think I did like 42 minutes of choreography. And wow, that's it impressive. Was, it was a lot. It was a lot, but I loved it. And so I, you know, looking back as I got into engineering, I was like, Oh my gosh, I missed the passion I had for dance. Mm, and right. I keep recalling back to you know, how instead of going to the library and studying these classes, just because I'm good at math, I should do this, uh, when I would go and I'd be like, well, I care more about this. So, you know, making that career change was how do I bridge this gap of what I'm good at, and what I love. So that's kind of what I've been trying to do as I've, you know, gotten to, oh my gosh, starting to get into my 30s, which is horrifying. (laughs)
0: like you're getting into it as in like you're about to enter is that
1: what you mean so I'm I'm 30 so I I just turned 30 I'm like oh my gosh what happened I'm an old lady birthday thank you yeah Gemini I know I know you're Taurus are you really I'm a Gemini yep I am a Taurus yes yep 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 because you you're May right I am okay yep I'm June so right after you (laughs) that's funny yeah but it's it's been a whirlwind man like yeah honestly coming coming down to texas has been really fun um it's been really different adjusting because i felt like we adjusted Mm. to city life a lot in chicago so texas even though we're in dallas fort worth it's a lot more rural (laughs) than chicago so oh it's just a a whole change of
0: Pace and environment, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, in Chicago, we walked everywhere, took the train. It was really, really rare that we ever drove here. It's like you're putting like 70 miles on your car every two days. <laughs> right. <laughs> <So> it's <laughs> totally different. But, you know, Texas has brought up a whole different, you know, realm of opportunities for us, which has been real cool. Um, so my husband, who's the chef, he opened a restaurant here which is super yes, cool.
0: Congrats. Another big event. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude, 2022 has been wild. Like we bought a house, we opened a restaurant, we adopted a puppy. I turned 30. I'm like, what in the <laughs> world is going on in life? That's so crazy. Yeah. but Like
0: so like amazing though, honestly.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. Cause I, I think, you know, a lot of things are mindset. You know, Mm -hmm. I I remember last year, like right before Christmas, my mom called me and she was like, Allison, what do you want for Christmas? I was like, Mom, I don't I don't want anything like there's nothing that you can give me like, I don't know. And she's like, no, really, what do you want? And I really had to sit down and think about it. And I was like, Mom, I want a house and a dog. That's all I want. want Really? You said that? Yep. I actually (laughs) called my mom. I was like, I want a house and I want a dog. That's all I want. And here we are six months later, and we have a house and a dog and a restaurant. Wow.
0: <laughs> and a restaurant on top of that's like a bonus. But honestly, it's like all those three things are like such a, a longevity thing, you know, like those things aren't temporary.
1: Right, exactly. You know? So we're like, super tied. And, you know, a lot of them have been like a long time coming and putting all the pieces into place to get here and making all the decisions of like, okay, we're going to save X amount or we're going to spend X amount and, you know, who are we going to connect to, to be business partners and, you know, things like that. But it's, uh, it's definitely tying us to Dallas Fort Worth for at least the next five years, which is kind of scary given, you know, my track record of hopping across the country. My track record.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was going to say that because it's like, you're, it sounds like you were so fearless. Like you were so, like you said, open-minded to like go wherever. And I think that's very like courageous because not a lot of people won't do that. Let me just say, first off, like a lot of people will stay in their comfort zone or like what they are familiar with, you know, but it sounds like, like the way that you're speaking upon it, it's like, you see so much like, what's the word, I guess, opportunities, I would say. Sure. Like you envision all these great things that could happen and I think that's, like, I mean, that's what good mindset is all about. Like, you're not – and I'm sure, like, you sound very, like, intelligent when you're talking about the decisions you're making and, like, whether or not it makes sense. And especially when you had brought up you and Michael talking about, like, what city to go to next. Like, yeah, you were being mindful that you have a partner and that you do have to – what's the word? Like, um, compromise. Right. And that's, like, a new thing for you because, like you said, like, you were so – you were independent and you were doing your own thing and doing all this and that. But then like, once you have a boyfriend and then now husband, it's like roles have changed, which I mean, that's just kind of the way of life. And it sounds like everything was happening like naturally, you know, like it wasn't like you guys were forced. It doesn't sound like anybody was like, Oh, we have to be here. And maybe that's why like Texas was like calling your name. It seems like, because it's like, it just seemed right for the both of you. And like, Mm -hmm. that makes me like, Super happy to hear that like, I don't know, people have what's the word? Like really cool, I guess, stories to like where they are today. Because like we Allison and I were actually talking on the phone before the podcast. Yep. (laughs) And we were talking about how like social still connects us because we haven't really talked since I don't know, 2020 maybe? Yeah,
1: 2020. I don't know. It's been
0: a while. (laughs) I know. It's been so long, like entirely too long. Literally. But with social media, it really like connected us because like when when we called each other today, she like already knew like I have a new boyfriend and I live in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Like she already knew the details about my life. And it's like I knew the details about her life too, about like her house and the restaurant and like she's in Texas now. Like it's so cool that social media can like connect us in that way yeah
1: and that honestly is what makes taking risks and making moves so much easier Mm -hmm. because you know if you rewind Mm -hmm. the clock like 20 years it would be really hard for me to move across the country right like you know you it's not as easy to see family you can't just pick up your cell phone and call while you're you know, out and about, you have to be tied to a landline or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't just FaceTime and catch up on like birthdays and saying happy birthday to your mom or dad or, you know, things like that. So I'm really thankful that for social media, for technology, for all these things that have been able to kind of make make it feel like being thousands of miles or hundreds of miles at this point away from family really isn't that far. So right. it's been You're so positive. It's been really helpful, believe me. And, you know, I've also been able to just creep on everybody. So that's fun, too. Right. <laughs> Can't forget that part. I know. I know. It's like, OK, so-and-so's where? Oh, they're traveling here. I'll have to add that to my travel list. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's, it's been fun. Uh, You know, Texas has been great. We've been able to, like I said, travel a lot. We went to France last year, which was super fun. Um, We've got a couple other trips up our sleeve, you know, as time goes on, we're real thankful that, you know, COVID is kind of subsiding a little bit and we're able to get out and about obviously safely. Uh, But, you know, we're, we're really happy to kind of feel a sense of like, freedom a little bit right now <laughs> so. right to like
0: explore life in the world that like you we all
1: want to do yeah, yeah. No, I totally understand yeah so we're we're real excited about that I mean France was a total blast we're doing New York City together in like Two months. Oh so gosh, that'll be real fun. fun. Yeah. I my, need to travel with you guys. Dude, I feel pack like maybe... Brandon, meet us in New York <laughs> yes. City. We'll go see some shows and get some good food. Like, yes. <laughs> I feel like you
0: guys would be such a fun couple to like do touristy things with because I think like you guys would find like the most hidden gems.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, okay. So we're trying to plan New York City, right? Okay. And I'm talking to Michael. I'm like, well, do you want to do any of like, the towers to see the view like you can go do like top of the rock or the empire state building and he was like mm-hmm. no absolutely not and i was like what do you want to oh. do and he's like <laughs> okay. i want to go to hudson yards i want to get a bagel at the dingiest bagel shop i want to oh wow so go... that's what i'm talking about yeah, yeah. he's like yeah. i want to go okay, to the hot okay. dog stand that has the longest line i you know i'm like okay. i like the way he... i don't think i met him yet no, I don't think you have either because obviously he's a chef, so he he works long, long hours. Well, I know, so. I know. <laughs> yeah. So every time I'm out and about, he's like slaving away and it's like, sorry, Michael, Aww. I'm having fun deuces. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, it comes down to he's very
0: passionate about cooking, obviously. Oh, so.
1: for I'm sure. For sure. sure. Yeah, he he loves it. And, you know, when you do what you love, it's not really so much work. So he, mm. he loves doing it. So I, I give him all the credit but you know oh for sure but we're pumped for travel and seriously if you ever want to go anywhere hit a girl up let's figure it out
0: like I think that'd be so fun
1: yes please and you have your food blog so like I could see you like behind the scenes taking the pictures of the food oh (laughs) my gosh yeah I'm I'm the definition of phone eats first Um, oh my gosh yes so (laughs) and I also like like, embarrassingly just bought a steady cam for my phone (laughs) <laughs> this, so. so I can get like the I, I need to learn how to use it but I can get like these badass food shots so I'm like okay my Period. reels are gonna be fire now yes they already are oh in thank my opinion. you thank you I know I'm I'm excited so I I've got to figure out how to use it it literally just got delivered today so I'm like all right ooh, what's a here I know so my my evening is gonna be spent taking reels of probably the puppy oh the <laughs> So if anyone follows me on Instagram, I apologize for the puppy overload you are about to receive. Aw. <laughs> I bet nobody will complain because that just brings,
0: like, joy yeah. to the feed, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to bring joy. If you like dogs, then I have plenty of dog footage for you. <laughs> there you go. That and food and wine will be coming soon. So yes. hashtag snacks in the city underscore. shout it out right (laughs) subtle plug subtle plug oh yeah always (laughs) no always because you never
0: know who's listening
1: right yeah i know and also if hey another another subtle shout out not Mm -hmm. so subtle um if anyone's in (laughs) the dfw area and wants to come to eat check out our restaurant it's called the beast and company in downtown fort worth we would love to see y'all um, there I am with y'all. Man, I've been in Texas too long. I <laughs> know. I was going to say that, but continue. I, I know. I know. We'd love to see y'all. Uh, M- Michael busted his butt in Chicago and all over the country to, you know, bring different types of food. And we're, we're trying to bring the, the big city feel and the big city style of dining to Fort Worth. We're trying to make it approachable, but still really good refined food. So if you like good food, we got you covered. Hit a girl up. I'll make sure you guys are taken care of. Oh. Yeah. It's the yeah. support
0: for me. <laughs> I know, I know. So I,
1: I I literally like every time I go anywhere Michael introduces me as his groupie and I'm like I'm I'm oh slightly embarrassed but it's unfortunately very true. <laughs>
0: I That's- should I should bring him on the podcast if he's willing to share his like story.
1: Yeah, I'll ask him. I mean they they just did. I know he just did a um, podcast a couple weeks ago for the restaurant, so I'm sure he'd be willing Ooh. to talk more. You know he he loves it and he's he's all about that life, so he'll talk about it all day. Okay, bet
0: because I would love to like. I mean, I've never interviewed a chef before, but. There's
1: always a first time for everything. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And he's he's super, well, I mean, I'm obviously biased. He's super nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would hope so. I married the dude, so. Exactly. <laughs> but no, he's he'd be willing to talk and he loves answering questions. I mean, like I said, it's a passion of his and he he's willing to share with anyone who's willing to listen. Definitely. Yeah. But, I mean, we, we love life. I'm so glad that you, you reached out, Jazz. Like, this has Aww. been really fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. No, yeah, because I, I don't know why I thought of, like, you. I mean, not in, like, that way. But, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the moment where, like, it just clicked to me where I was, like, no, I need to talk to Allison and, like, bring her on the pod.
1: Yes. You yeah. Know? No. I'm, trying
0: to th- I'm trying to think, like, I don't even know. No, I had a list of people. Like, that I, you know I to you were just one of them, I guess. I think it was. Oh, well, I'm, I'm <laughs> flattered. And
1: hopefully hopefully, you got all the answers you want. Hopefully I lived up to the, to the hype. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah,
0: definitely. And I think I kind of wanted to ask you a question. I kind of wanted to go back to when you're talking about, like, you moving across the country and this and that. Like, do you have any advice for, like, someone who's, like, scared? Not saying that you weren't scared, but obviously you took the leap of faith to go to X, Y, and Z places. Like. Do you have any advice, I guess, for someone who's, you know, just graduating college and they're kind of doing that same experience that you're doing, but maybe they're just like so afraid to like take that jump because like no one takes that jump.
1: It, it really is scary. And I, I totally understand the being nervous and, you know, you're leaving behind friends and family and everything, you know, my, my advice is, if you're not scared and if it doesn't make you scared, then it's too easy of a move. You know, if, Mm. if a risk does like, if you're not nervous about it, then you're living too much in your comfort zone. So I like that, um, yep, so i I read it one time in like some <laughs> it was like some b s quote I read on Facebook years ago, <laughs> and I was I like, "I like this. This is gonna stick with me because usually the option that scares you the most is going to lead to the most growth. Mm. Wow, so that that's, really that's
0: actually that that's
1: deep <laughs> yeah, I know, I know here I am with all the deep stuff, um but it's okay, you know. It always felt like I was this deeper being <laughs> I don't know why but here I am at like 19 years old sipping a freaking four loco thinking oh, it's gosh. deep on <laughs> <laughs> please don't tell my mom that let's not share these details with my mother <laughs> I won't <laughs> <laughs> but anyway anyway you know I, like the next day I woke up and I was like wow And of course, you know, then when I was in college, I was like, I'm going to change my major. I'm going to do all these things. And, you know, I, I guess I didn't have the right interpretation of it until it really hit me whenever we were in Houston and I, I had to make the decision of, well, not I, I had to make a joint decision with Michael about where are we going to go and, I I had a couple different job options on the table and I remember I called one of my friends because we pretty much had to make a decision by like the next day and I was talking through it and she was like of all the options it seems like you're really against Chicago and I like hung up with her and I got on the plane and I was like why am I against Chicago And I started thinking, Mm. and I realized it's because I was scared. It was a big city. I was from a small town. It was really expensive. We would move up there, and Michael would have to job hunt, so he didn't have anything right out the gate. I knew that, you know, being an engineer, now my job was sales, but it was sales engineering. So being a woman in that industry is very male-dominated and you know kind of Chicago is very rough and tough and being a girl from the south I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna get chewed up and spit out and <laughs> oh, I, I oh my gosh I was talking so I was talking to one of my good friends about that and she was like Chicago seems like the option you're the most against and right after I hung up the phone with her I got on a plane and I was like it was actually the best two-hour flight I've ever had because I didn't I didn't watch anything. I did not, you know, I couldn't text or anything. So I just sat there and I thought, why? Why am I scared of this? And are the reasons I'm scared of this going to lead to, you know, something dangerous or are they going to lead to growth? And I really thought about it and I was like, it's going to lead to growth. Chicago's the opportunity for us to grow. And I think that's where that quote really set in is, you know, pursuing something you're scared of there's a reason why you're scared of it and if the reason why you're scared of it is the unknown that means you're gonna grow mm-hmm. so that's when I I got off the plane I got back to our apartment in Houston and I sat down and I talked to Michael and I was like I I think Chicago's the move and he literally looked at me he's like oh thank god I've been wanting Chicago for <laughs> weeks but didn't want to tell you oh <laughs> so it, it worked out really what a great well. partner Uh, Dude, he's, he's great. I mean, obviously, there's the bullshit that comes with marriage, right? You know, like, well, not that
0: I would know, but yes, (laughs) right.
1: or well being in any relationship, like, I mean, honestly, like, you know, it, it happens, you know, you're gonna bicker over things and stuff happens. But you know, it's all about, you know, if you guys are going to a place and you're supporting one another, and you're growing together. And that's kind of what I was really lucky to find in him was someone who kind of challenged me, but in good ways, almost like how yes. that Chicago job was going to challenge me, but in good ways. Yes. So it's, you- I've, I've been through oh. a lot of bad ones. Oh, no. Luckily ended up with a good one.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, that's the end goal.
1: <laughs> right. Right, a good one. right. And Brandon seems like a good one too. <laughs> he is. Yeah. And he
0: definitely pushes me in ways and challenges me challenges my mind a lot about just life and where my life is going where his life is going and this and that so I can definitely relate to you in some aspects in terms of like a relationship but do you kind of want to tell the listeners like a little bit more detail on kind of like your dating life into marriage because sure. I obviously I'm not married and I'm in a relationship but I don't know anything about the marriage life. So I would love
1: to like hear your story on that. Let's see. Trying to think. So Michael and I started dating when I was 22 and he was 22. Um, Obviously went through a couple of duds to get to a decent dude. As you know, I feel like a lot of us do, Um, you know, college, college. I didn't really date around a whole bunch. You know, I would like casually hang out with people like, Oh, let's grab a drink or whatever. But I never actually like, had a boyfriend or anything other than like my high school boyfriend, which we broke up after, you know, a year and a half, whenever I realized I wanted to get out of our little town and he wanted to stay. So, so, you know, it all kind of, you know, came together as like, as I got, you know, further and further into my college career, I realized I want to go to a bigger city. I want to be really serious. I want to, you know, really push myself and be somewhere else. And I was really particular about, you know, guys that I wanted to actually bring home to my parents, you know? Mm -hmm. I I didn't want to introduce anyone to my family if I didn't really think they were worth it, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yep. So I ended up, so that high school boyfriend, this is just such an odd, odd connection. So that high school boyfriend, (laughs) um, when he he was two years older than me, and Mm -hmm. he had a really great group of friends that I became really close with. They treated me like a little sister. It was really great. Like, I really loved those guys. Well, when he and I broke up, it was, it was actually, see, like he cheated and all kinds of stuff. Like it was, it was real messy. Um, but his friends pretty much sided with me and they're like, no, he's, he's a piece of crap. Like we got Allison, which was really great. So I had kind of like built-in big brothers. I'm the oldest in my family, so I don't have any older siblings. So it was really Mm -hmm. nice to have like, you know, a built-in support group. Well, when I was in college, I went back home for an internship one year. Mm -hmm. And my, one of my friends who I met through the ex-boyfriend, he's one of the ex-boyfriend's friends. He invited me over for a 4th of July barbecue and he and I kept in touch you know it was very much like we're really good friends not anything more kind of right Uh, and so he invited me over for a fourth of july barbecue he had just moved into this new apartment all this stuff and he's like yeah my brother and his friend from college moved in so we've got a new place like we're gonna throw down a barbecue okay cool whatever and then we get there and I was like wait isn't isn't your brother Michael like I remember Michael we went to school together and he's like yeah it's my brother he's a weirdo blah 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 right you know (laughs) I, I laugh at that and you know whatever but we you know he walks in at the party and I'm like oh hey what's up like do you remember me and You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, I remember you. Fun fact, years later, he confessed that uh, he thought I was somebody else.
2: (laughs) Oh,
1: gosh. (laughs) Like, oh, these are things you find out once you're married, once you can't leave. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, you know, the rest is kind of history. But, you know, obviously, we're both very dead. So it took a long time for both of us to actually, like, decide we wanted to like be exclusive and date and you know that kind of thing because like Mm -hmm. we talked and we'd like you know go grab drinks together or go to the beach together because it's Florida you go to the beach all the time um you know so we would do those things but like you know we never actually like got together until one day, his older brother was like, there's something going on between the two of you. There's some weird tension. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, but like, it's got to be brought to the surface. I'm not dealing with this anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, it was right before I went off to another internship. So I, I did summer internships every summer. Um, so the following summer, I was going to an internship in Atlanta. And right before I went off, I came back to my my hometown in Florida and I shot all my friends a message like, Hey, if anyone wants to get to get together and hang out, I'm here for the next three or four days, you know, before I go to Atlanta for the summer. Well, Michael responds, sorry, busy working. And Michael's brother responds, <laughs> Hey, I, my family's here. We're gonna get together at this condo because condos were like you know where you go in Florida everyone has condo parties we're having to get together <laughs> with my family at this condo you should come and I was like Michael said he's at work and he's like Michael's not going to be there and I was like oh okay whatever so I go and I show up and you know he's his brother's real cool and I was like okay well I'm cool to hang out and he's like well have a drink whatever and I was like well a lot and then like drive home and he's like there's extra beds here you're good and I'm like okay all right cool so, I, you know, have a couple of drinks and I'm to the point where, like, I'm like, alright, I'm not driving anywhere. So, I'm, I'm there, right? I'm there right. for the night. Mm-hmm. Well, guess who walks in the freaking door?
0: Michael! <laughs> my-
1: <laughs> freaking door. And both he and I look at each other and we're like, oh, oh my god. In front of his mom, in front of his stepdad, in front of wow. his sister and her husband, in front of his brother, his wife, and their kid. And we're like, okay so <laughs> and that, that moment must have been terrifying it was horrifying <laughs> it was horrifying because of course you know I got to know his mom and we're hanging out and like his mom like we hit it off real well. and his mom was like I can tell why you don't want to be with her Michael because she's better than you and I was like oh my god no Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my god I was like I'm gonna crawl into a corner right now like I can't deal with this literally <laughs> but you know ended up like the next day we had a conversation and he was like you know I can tell my family really loves you and you know we got to figure this out like there's clearly something here you know we've got to address it and I was like yeah but you know we're both really busy like I've got a lot going on he's like you know all we need is a few minutes like you know we're both really career driven we both have a lot of things going on we both want to move around like All we need is a few minutes to touch base with each other. And, you know, as long as we're happy and agree on that, then, you know, that's what it is. And I was like, okay. So I went off to Atlanta and Mm -hmm. he stayed in Florida because that's where his, his job was. And I came back over 4th of July weekend, you know, one year later, the next 4th of July weekend. I was just about to say, yeah. Yep, one year later. And he actually was like, okay, so do you, you know, I think think we should actually make this exclusive. I think we should date, you know, whatever. He missed you. I know. I was like, (laughs) oh, well, good, good. This is great because I was tired of not knowing. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. This has (laughs) got to be resolved, right? What's really funny is you get these gut feelings about people. And, like, with him, I had this gut feeling where, like, I felt like I constantly needed to keep touching base with him. Like, hmm. finger on it. I had no idea why. I was just like, there's something about this dude, like – I've got to touch base with him. I've got to, when I'm in town, make an effort to see him if he's cool with it or, you know, whatever, you know, not stalker, like, hopefully. No, I understand. (laughs) No, I know what you're saying. Right, right. And then, you know, two months into dating, I remember he and I had this, like, I remember exactly where I was. I was in my apartment at my car. And we had this conversation where, like, I can't remember how it it was brought up, but he and I were both like, I think this is. Like I actually could see myself like marrying you. Like there's something weird about this. And that was wow. only two months
2: later. And
1: I, I didn't like okay. it was so strange. Like, and of course, you know, <laughs> a lot of things happened between then and when we got engaged because I think that conversation happened in 2014 and we got engaged in 2017. Okay. So, you know, a lot a lot of growth, a lot of changes. Um, because you know, during that time he lived in Florida. I lived in Florida. Well, then he got a job offer of a lifetime in Portland, Maine. So he moved up to Portland, Maine. I stayed in Florida. So So long distance. Yep. Long distance and long distance on a college budget. Girl, that sucked. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I could only afford maybe one plane ticket a semester. And at the time he was a cook and cooks hardly make any money, you know, like Mm. they make like hardly anything so he couldn't really afford to fly down either so we saw each mm-hmm. other like three times a year and it was it was really tough it was really tough and he was planning on staying in Portland for two years as he was going to wait out my job in Houston but then we realized this was just too hard on us like it really sucked so what made he- it
0: hard like not yeah. only just the physicality of, like, your partner not being there, but, like, what also was so hard
1: about it for you guys? It just, it was just different because, like, it felt like, you know how I told you, you, you want to grow together with someone and not grow yeah. apart? Right. And I felt like, you know, we we still wanted to touch base. We still wanted to grow together, but it was really tough with his schedule mm-hmm. because, you know, as a cook and someone who's in a kitchen, he's working, like, 70, 80-hour weeks. And, when he gets home, all he wants to do is sleep, and then he would go into work at, like, 7 a.m., and he'd work from, like, 7 a.m. to noon, and then he'd have, like, two hours off, and then he'd work from, like, 2.30 all the way up until, like, midnight. It was oh,
0: wow. So that kind of, like, probably bothered you.
1: Yeah, it was, it was really tough because, like, you know, if you've ever taken, like, the love languages quiz and all that, mine, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mine is quality time. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to spend time with somebody. I want to have conversations with you. I want to feel like I'm a part of your life. And it just started feeling like, you know, we we weren't able to grow together. And we thought about it. And Michael was like, listen, I got what I need to get out of this job. This is putting strain on us. Let's move together to Houston. Wow. So he was really, like, persistent on, like,
0: staying together.
1: Yeah, which... Like, was amazing. And I think we've we've made, the two of us have made, like, where, you know, you come across these these choices where you can make, where you can dedicate to a career, mm-hmm. or you can dedicate to the relationship. And it's been hard, because both he and I are, like, career type people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we were like, okay, where, like, where do we need to dedicate to the relationship? Like, for instance, I mean, opening the restaurant, you know, that's really tough. You know he's there. That's his. It's like his baby, right? Mm-hmm. Time, but you know we've had to like put each other in check. Like, okay, let's make sure we at least have a date night this week on Monday when the restaurant's closed. Like, we need right. time together, mm-hmm. you know? Because otherwise, you get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of everything. You need to remind Definitely. yourselves of why you guys are together and you're married and you're not roommates, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or you yes, I understand. In you're not roommates. right that's a big thing yeah because I mean sometimes you know especially when you've lived together as long as we have because you know we we moved in together when we were in Houston so that was 2016 we moved in together Mm -hmm. and now we're at what 2020 so we've lived together for six years at this point so it's like okay you kind of have to you know it's not just sharing the weight of like paying rent or bills or whatever like you're actually in a relationship you're not just like Hey, you randomly want to grab dinner? No, like actually plan a date, like go out, do things, dedicate some time to the relationship. So, you know, he's really, really good about that and making sure that it's like, really good. it's, it's really nice. Cause it's so easy to get caught up and like him making that decision in Portland, like, you know, he pursued a dream job of his, you know, yeah. And that, okay, this is really tough on us. I've gotten what I need to get out of this job. I don't know that I'm going to get any more. My lease at my apartment is up. Uh, You know, I think I'm going to move to Texas with you. And that was crazy because he made the transition of like living with his boys, you know, like the same guys he's lived with, you know, his whole like since he was 18, like in college and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. He made that decision of like, okay. I'm going to go from, like, doing that lifestyle to living with my girlfriend lifestyle, which is a yeah, totally different that's a vibe. That's big – oh, 100%. You already know. <laughs> totally different vibe.
0: Big adjustment for him, but it sounds like he was really willing to do that, and, like, he didn't have to necessarily sacrifice because, like, you said – okay, yes, okay, you sacrificed in ways, like, yes, like, you guys were apart, but, I mean, in terms of when – it seemed like it was time, like you said, like the lease was ending and he already got enough of a job. Like it was kind of almost like at a still point, it seems like. Yeah. So for you guys, for him to be like, okay, well, maybe I can transition into like you said, being with Allison more, having that whole lifestyle, because that is another element of your life. And it sounds like that's so hard to balance when, especially when you're a chef, because you said all those long hours and those long days. Mm-hmm. So for him to yeah. prioritize I think that's the word I'm looking for like he prioritized the relationship, which is very rare
1: honestly yeah <laughs> and... like I, I told you somehow I ended up with a good one like and I'm yes. there because you deserve there, a good one I, duh I, I, oh my God shut up I love it. I love you so much Jazz. That's sweet. love um, you too but <laughs> but uh no it's it's just so important to remember like, for me, like whenever I reconnected with Michael, I wasn't looking for anybody, you know, I was just like, right. I'm just living your thing. life. And somehow it ended up like, I found someone who complimented me the way mm, I want to live my
0: that's life. That's a good, yes.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. Like you found that person who was
0: able to adjust. Right. With your and like, you were able to like, lifestyle too. Cause I'm saying like, you, you're sacrificing a lot when you know, busy at work and this and that, like, did you ever, I know this is a very like vulnerable thing to ask or to even, but like, did you ever have doubts where you like, Oh, like maybe this isn't going to work because
1: like his job, I
0: don't want to be a part of that. Like, did you ever
1: feel like that? Oh, for sure. You know? And I, and I think that that's healthy to have those thoughts and those, mm-hmm. you know, cause that means you're thinking about things, right? Cause like, otherwise you're just kind of blinded by like, Oh, I love him. It's great. You know, exactly. Like, it's, it's healthy to have those thoughts of like, I, I don't know. And, you know, for me, I never pictured myself being with a chef, right? Like I went right. to school for engineering. I was like, I always joked about how I'm going to sit in on the medical lectures so I could like meet myself a future <laughs> doctor. Like, you it's know? Just two completely different fields. Right. You know, I, I always pictured myself with another engineer or someone, you know, that I met in school or whatever. <laughs> and little did I know, I would end up with someone who's a chef, someone who's from my small little town that I hated growing up, you know, (laughs) like, how, how does this all, you know, come together? And that really goes to show you the importance of, you know, growing by yourself, and then reaching a point where you can grow together with someone without straying away from the person you want to be, you know, and that's, that's what I found in Michael was, he and I were to grow together to be people we wanted to be and neither one of us had to make any sacrifices or changes so that's a blessing
0: uh, man that is a blessing
1: yeah like that is
0: wow I love you guys but that's definitely like you guys like you said like you went through the trenches and it obviously all ended up like I hate to say like happily ever after but I mean it is yeah there is You know, things that happen to good people. And like you said, you have the house and the dog and you guys can both do your careers in Texas. And
1: yeah, it's like you guys really went through a whole battle
0: (laughs) to get to where you are now. Yeah.
1: And I mean, like you think about like the long distance and the COVID layoffs and then, you know, him being so flexible and moving to whatever city I have opportunity and then just kind of starting from scratch, you know, it's just it's really a lot. And, you know, I'm happy that we've been able to kind of grow together and put up with these things with each other and figure out coping mechanisms together cuz you know like you said these these long hours of him being at work honestly they suck for me cuz i'm i'm a people person i'm an extrovert i told you my love language is quality time <laughs> yeah so i'm like okay what do i do so you know i i found a job that i love which is why like we talked about earlier i went into marketing so now work really isn't me talking to my coworkers is like talking to friends. So my work days are (laughs) fun and exciting. I get to travel with this job, which is great, Mm -hmm. you know, so I found things that fulfill me. That's why, you know, I took dance classes in Chicago and, you know, it's what I'm going to try to start up here, you know, now that I've kind of settled into a new area, you know, so it's just finding those little things that fulfill you and keep you going So you have something to kind of cope with the difficult times Mm -hmm. and knowing that if coping with these difficult times is worth it in the end. And for me, it is. Right. Yeah. I mean, throughout it all, I mean, with relationships, dating, marriage, like those are all choices that you're making.
0: Yeah. And you want to make sure that, like you said, it co-aligns with your partner and everything. And it obviously worked out for you too, which I'm super happy about because I love like hearing like. It sounds like you guys had a really, what's the word? Like healthy relationship because you guys were mindful of each other. Like it didn't seem like you guys were very the selfish type to be like, oh, well, sucks that I'm working late. Like I can't hang out with you. You know what I mean? Like it sounded like he was really being, I guess maturity can be a factor, but showing that, you know, he understands that that is the life that he has. However, he knows that he wants to fulfill another element of his
1: life which is
0: you you know and that's like uh,
1: so cute love it Uh, he's he's a good one sometimes he makes me crazy but he's he's a good one and he's he's done a great job of showing me into too you know like yes I I love that yes it's been cool because like you know with the restaurant he's brought me in and he's like been like hey do you want to sit in on this wine tasting we have you know, a vendor with wine from all these places all over the world. And you can come taste it and help us figure out what to put on the menu. That is so awesome. Oh my gosh. I get so so excited because
0: that's so cool.
1: (laughs) It's so cool. And then, you know, of course, then he's like, also, you know, would you like to take pictures for our Instagram? Would you like to do this? You know? So I've been able to do that, but he wants to be involved. And I love that. Right. So he's kind of showed me a little bit, you know, a window into his world. And Mm. I, I, that because it kind of helps me understand like these long hours and all this right. stuff. Because at first I was like, "Bro, you're full of shit. You gotta work, you know, eighteen hours a day. <laughs> like you're sitting down yeah. the beer with the boys." <laughs> well, in all actuality, they're like scrubbing down a kitchen and maybe having like a freaking Coors Light or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. So you don't and- really know until not that you
0: personally experience it, but like you have somebody who does go through that on a daily basis. So like mm-hmm. you said.
1: It opens up your eyes to what he's actually doing, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, because like you know, a lot of times you just see things on the surface, right? You're exactly. like, oh, they just cooked dinner, they close at ten, so he must be home by ten thirty. When, in all actuality, like, well, someone could actually sit down at nine fifty five and order a full meal. So, oh my gosh,
0: that yes, that reminds me of Brandon and like real estate because you know people think. Like you said, surface level, like, oh, he sells houses, this and that, but there's so much in between stuff that goes on
1: before you actually even sell the house. <laughs> right, right. There's so much hustling. It's it's like yes. the duck mentality where everything looks smooth on the surface. So all those yes. Instagram pics and everything looks real smooth, but the actual right. hustling and busting ass and, you know, making sacrifices and all that kind of stuff, you know, Correct. is under the surface. Yes. So It's just – it's cool, and I'm sure you appreciate it with Brandon to really get a window into it, and it kind of just all comes full circle. Yes. that's how I could relate
0: to, like, your story in a way in terms of, like, you had Michael, like, showing you his lifestyle, and Brandon has shown me his tremendously, and he's been so open to my lifestyle too because, like, when I – funny story. So when I moved to Wisconsin – um. I had soon you know met him and everything and the week that we met I had a gig in Chicago that weekend uh-huh. for Taste of Chicago because I was dancing
1: with an artist yes I saw that Getting oh my guys. gosh
0: thank you and <laughs> I was talking to Brandon like I said I had met him that week and then he was like oh like I want to come and like first I'm kind of like why like because you know like I don't know for me like my dance journey is very sacred to me. Like I didn't really share that with anybody in terms of like a partner, I guess, if you want to say. So it was very like individualized. So when somebody like wanted to drive well, yeah, he offered to drive me and he was like, no, I want to see what you do. Like, I want to see it. And like, that was just so one attractive. And it was very like, I was taken back because somebody was willing to support me and they didn't even know who I was, you know, like that was just such an amazing thing for him to like do that and then he comes with me to my classes sometimes and he's taking my classes and like honestly That's like
1: amazing a big
0: like part of it too is like my dance friends like all know him honestly like the dance community knows him like it's so funny when he comes in they're like brandon like everyone loves him I swear I love it's it so cute I'm obsessed <laughs> That's amazing. Yes, and I've gotten that a lot, and I'm so appreciative because, like, so many people tell me, like, oh, like, Brandon seems, like, really invested in your life, and he's so supportive, and I'm like, yes, like, he really is, and it's it's such a moment of, like, gratitude, and I love how you said, too, like, in your relationship and mine, it's like we both are appreciative of each other's lifestyles because they're so different yet so – there's similarities, you know? right. There's definitely similarities. So it's really cool to have a partner that is supportive of one another. And they want to, like you said, the idea of a relationship and marriage and stuff is you're growing together, you're building together. Like, you need those foundational steps to keep moving up. Right. It's like, where are you going to go? And like you said, you have to think higher up. And it seems like every time you guys were together, you guys did make those decisions where it was like whether it was Chicago or to Texas and it's, yeah, it just shows that you guys have like clear, I mean, obviously not everyone's perfect, but it sounds like you guys have clear communication on how you guys want to live your life. And I love that because that's how Brandon and I are now in terms of like communications. It's like, you have to think like five steps ahead
1: Yeah. Or else you're just going to be stuck. Right. And, you know, sometimes it's really like it's a vulnerable. You have to get to a vulnerable place to be as open. Right. Yes. So like I know in like whenever Michael and I first got together, like I was afraid to voice what I really wanted because, you know, I'm a people pleaser. I don't Mm -hmm. want you to be upset. I don't want to say something you think is stupid. Like, you know, all these things. And somehow, you know, he I don't know what it is, but he's very direct and I'm very like passive. Let me, let me sugarcoat. I I don't wanna be, you know mm, So it's like too... opposites. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So he kind of has like forced me and not forced me in a bad way but brought me to this place where I you feel comfortable right I feel comfortable being myself and expressing Mm -hmm. my true feelings and expressing what I want to do I still can't pick where we want to have dinner but
0: I'm a lot more direct (laughs) you're working
1: on it yeah (laughs) so that is a work in progress because my stomach wants all the food but it's fine Yes, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> baby <laughs> steps, baby Right, steps. right. Baby steps. Maybe, maybe by the time I'm 35, call me back in five years and we'll chat. <laughs> oh my gosh! That, oh my gosh, right? that'd like, be crazy.
0: Like,
1: right? I would baby? be in my early 30s.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I know. Oh my gosh! And it's crazy to think like how far everybody's come in the past five years. Like I rewind right. the clock to when I was 25, when I was trying to figure out. Where, you know, if I wanted the L.A. job or the Chicago job or what I wanted to do and, you know, how far I've come since then, think about how far (laughs) the next five years are going to be. Exactly.
0: All right. So that concludes this episode of Journeys with Jazz. Thank you so much, Allison, for taking the time to share your story about you chasing careers and moving across country and even sharing details about your dating and your marriage life. So thank you so much. I honestly learned a lot and I was really inspired by your story today.
1: Yeah, anytime. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a lot of fun.
0: Yes, of course. And for the listeners that are listening, make sure to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of journeys with jazz. And if you could also please subscribe and leave a review and rate the podcast as well, that would help me out so much so I can keep on sharing people's stories. Thank you guys and have a great Wednesday. Bye.